Hello. Welcome back to Live from Grace's Closet, a show where I have, where I repeatedly find myself in rooms that are not closets. Um, so let me cover something that may be on your mind. I know I have a lot of like stands of this show. I know I have a lot of people heavily committed um, to the existence of this thing. Um, and so you're probably thinking, real, real quiet, huh, Grace? Real silent in the closet. It's been um, just completely dead silent. Um, and if you observed that, you would be right. Also, quickly, let me address... I'm holding my, I record this on my phone, if you couldn't already tell, I don't know if I've really said that specifically before, I have, I definitely have, anyway, let let me just bring it up again, I'm filming, I'm recording this on my phone, I'm doing a real kind of Sean Baker joint here, um, but this time, usually I have it propped up on something, because I don't trust myself to hold on to it, but this time I felt something different going on with me so now I'm just holding it and I'm sitting on my bed um so if you hear like my hand gripping the phone if you hear it like moving around or if you hear I don't know if the audio is gonna be weird because I see the thing about me is I'm Italian and I need to bring it up again just so others know um I I move my hands when I speak Um, so maybe at one point the mic is going to be nowhere near my mouth. You won't even be able to hear me. If it goes silent and it's not just because I'm playing like the dead air game where I just be quiet for a real long time. Um, if it gets like slowly quieter and I'm fading away, it's because I, the Italian got the best of me and I've decided that the best place for my hand to be was in the next room away from my body. So if you hear that kind of thing, if it bothers you, I, I'm not sorry, to be honest. I've never been running a real um, professional situation. So if this is your first episode and you're disappointed already, boy, howdy, it's going to not get better. So just anyway, so now that I've got the real fans, only real fans right now, Let me go back to what I was saying. I'm never in the closet. That's the thing about me, is that they can't keep me in the closet. Because I defy boundaries. But the reasons that I was not in the closet for a long time was because I was in my dorm room. Where there was no closet, famously. Now, I'm in my room. And and the closet is right there. I see it. I see the door to the closet. Um, I could go in it, but actually, just kidding, no, I can't, because the fun thing that happened to me is that my family said time to move house, um, so that's what I've been doing most of the summer, and, oh, I thought the power went out, turns out my computer just shut off, because I was watching Inglorious Bastards, and then I, and then it, um, then I stopped doing that, and the light went off, and it really confused me for a moment. 
Turns out my computer just went to sleep because it got tired of my antics. Anyway, um, the closet. Can't get in there. Um, all of my life has been shoved into that closet because if you try to sell a house and one of the rooms in the house clearly looks like it is inhabited by a real human being, prime rule of real estate, it will not sell. Nobody wants a house that looks like someone's living in it, okay? It's freaky. It's weird. So don't. Just don't. Um, that's what they said to me. Um, so I had to get rid of any sign of life in this room. Um, I was able to keep a box of tissues on the dresser. I know it was a big win for me. It's my weird, like hateful eight looking Kleenex box with just like a weird cabin in the snow. I know hateful eight didn't invent cabins in the snow, but like, it looks like Samuel L. Jackson is in there doing a really interesting monologue about a really interesting set of events. Anyway, um, so I can't get in the closet. So once again, I'm not in the closet. I'm sitting on my bed and I'm holding my phone in my hand. And I feel like I'm talking at a much quieter um, level than I normally do. So the fun, that's the other fun thing about this show. You never know what volume you're going to have to have me at. Because I, I can't, I can't be held down to speaking in one tone of voice. I, I can keep the same, like, speaking rhythm, but I do like to, um, just kind of get crazy with the levels and how far away I'm holding the, the mic from my face, um, I just never know what to do. Hopefully this time I don't breathe directly in the mic that much. I'm really trying to cut down on that. Because um, I know it's disturbing. For a lot of people. Anyway, so I really can't... I see, The fun thing about me is I have recorded this episode about 18,724 times. Um, so there's a lot of, like, scrapped versions of this, because I was just never feeling the energy of it. So if you're hearing this one, that means that it made it through, uh, and I uploaded it. But the problem is that I don't know what I've covered so far in terms of, uh, life events. Because the only thing I can really talk about on the show, uh and have it make sense as my own life. Um, so I'm just going to kind of like go into it. And if I say something I said last time, to be honest, you're going to have to deal with it. You know, hit my line if you've got a real issue. We can talk it out one-on-one. -on -one. Anyway, so I, what have I done? I... They still have me hooked to getting out on that ice. I'm still absolutely into the idea of going into a big cold room with a big um, big pool in it, a big swimming pool that they only filled a little bit, and then they froze it because it was so cold in the room. Um, I'm really big into that activity, but... I had to stop going to my old rink. I don't think I've talked about this. Um, 
I go to a different rink now. The reason being... Well, the real reason was that they stopped doing classes at my one rink. I think because it's summer. I don't know. I didn't ask. I didn't corner them. I'm not on speaking terms with those people. Um, Anyway, they stopped doing classes to spite me. And I said, I'll take my business elsewhere then. So now I go to a different ice rink. And it's a much fancier ice rink. And the ice is way smoother. So I don't really know if there's some kind of holdup at the old one. um, Like with the Zamboni. Like I don't know if it was messed up. Or if it had, if it was dull. But the ice at the new one is ridiculously smooth. I can... It's crazy what they've what they managed to do in that ice rink with relating to the smoothness of the ice. Anyway, because the ice is so smooth, and only because the ice is so sm- smooth... What? My computer's blinking. Anyway, only because the ice is so smooth, I have started actually learning new things. Um, because, as it turns out, my old um, ice skating class was not teaching me that much. It taught me enough. I learned forward crossovers there. I started learning backward crossovers. Pretty sure my technique is all wonky though, so we'll kind of see where that one gets me. But my eyes have been opened at my new rink. They've told me um, just a laundry list of things I was taught incorrectly. Um, For example, my old coach would be like, yeah, so what you're going to want to do get out on that ice you're you got you have a boot on your foot yeah yeah. you have one of those correct um and your toes are gonna want to be like lifted up in the boot you're gonna want to be like on your heels and your toes in the air within the boot if that makes any sense now when they told me that I did think to myself very quietly not I'm not going to question um my coach cuz my coach was the expert but I was thinking to myself why would I ever do that why would I put my toes in the air most of my life if not all of my life I've been taught that toes ground keep them there don't put them anywhere else don't put them anywhere else that's what I'm saying is you're going to want to keep those puppies on the floor, maybe in a shoe, maybe in, you know, whatever setup suits you best, but they must be connected to the earth. Like, like you know how you know how electricity needs to stay grounded for some reason? That's how your toes should be, like flat on the ground. Please keep them there. Yes. Um, so why exactly would Carrie be telling me to put my toes in the air if a little bit freaky no a little bit suspicious i say um then i got to my new rink and they were like no um you you shouldn't actually do that you should be like weight towards your heels but not to the point where you're like your feet are lifting up in the boot that's messed up and I was like, you're right, it is messed up, what they what they told me down at the other place. So that was a big thing. And then there was a, some other stuff with spins. Like, when you spin in figure skating, some people, I think most people, when you pull in, 
this is going to make no sense. I don't know how to talk about figure skating in words, but what what you're going to try to do here, imagine a figure skater on the ice going in a, going in a spinny, 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 right? Little turn, little clockwise spin. Yeah. Um, you enter that bad boy with your arms out, yes, but then when you start turning, you your arms go in and like in a cross formation on your chest to like conserve energy or something like that. I don't actually know something with physics, um, but you want to draw in so you can get speed. And that's what they told me at the old one. Then my new coach was like, actually don't do that. Cause it, your balance gets real confusing. Cause then you have a really little bit, little line of balance going on. What you're going to want to do, folks, is do like your arms out, like how ballerinas do. You know how they, you know how they do it. You've seen one of those ballerinas. You've, you've looked at one. You know how they spin with their arms like in a circle in front of them. Apparently, I'm supposed to do that. Problem with that is I'm not used to that. So every time I try to spin now, it's a, it's a struggle. It's a struggle out there, but I'm getting there. Anyway, I kind of know how to do a mohawk, but only if I hit it from a waltz jump. I like to speak in code so that only the people who um, are figure skaters, which I think is none of you, um, so they know what I'm talking about. Anyway, hit that puppy from a waltz jump. I'm fine. I can do a mohawk straight up out of that. No waltz jump. No mohawk. No, thank you. And only backwards. I can't do one forward. And also I can do a waltz jump. Sort of. A little bit. Sometimes. On a wall, I'm golden. On Without the wall, you know, that's... You, you play it by ear out there. Anyway, so I do that. Mostly this summer, I've, I, I figure skate and then I think about moving. And then I... I volunteer at a coffee shop sometimes, which is pretty sick for me because I get to do all of the things that the employees do, but I don't get paid for it. I'm not allowed to make drinks, I will I will say, for legal purposes. They don't let me use the drink-makey thingy because I'm not old enough for the insurance to kind of let me in on that. But I can sweep i can mop i can wipe off surfaces i can saran wrap bagels i can even i can even label things i can do a lot it's it's a very girl boss environment i must say um i go in there they tell me to clean the entire building they say clean the bathrooms go cinderella go and I'm like, this is weird because you're not even my stepmother, so I don't really know how you, this is a Cinderella dynamic. It doesn't really make sense. And then they say, please stop questioning the bit. It was, it didn't really have legs to begin with. Then I go in the bathroom and I clean the toilet. Does it bother me that much? Not really. Um, at the academy, they made me do similar things for similar pay. But at least then I was kind of like getting my education for that. Like... They saved money by not hiring janitors and kind of having the little children clean the place, 
which made tuition cheaper. Maybe that was like how that worked. Coffee shop. I'm just doing it to do it, I guess. I'm just in there cleaning a toilet. It's just me and the toilet, man. Like we're and we get along fine. But also there's the little tiny trash can next to the toilet. The tiny one. There's a big one. Then there's a little tiny one next to it. You know the one. Problem is, there hasn't been a trash bag in that puppy for weeks because we ran out of tiny trash bags. Um, And the general manager looked at me in the eye and said, I will go get more. And there still have not been any more. So that's the situation at the coffee shop right now. Um... I've made a fool of myself countless times. Sometimes I take orders and I have to use the little square um, interface machine and like put stuff in. And I have absolutely no clue how. Like I'm, it's not, none of the drinks are in order of alphabetical order on there. It's just they're put in whatever area they go. So someone's like, I want a Americano. And I'm like, that's awesome that's awesome I only ever drink Americanos when I'm having a bad time so I'll pray for you but anyway let me put this in the system then I open the system go to the system I look for an Americano it starts with an A so shouldn't it be at the top no it's actually it's not there I don't know where it is then I spend five minutes there's there's an elderly looking at me hopelessly thinking what what is going on with the youth these days can't find americano in the system and i'm thinking the same thing to myself i don't even know how i got myself in this situation so then i find it and i click it and i put the thing in the system and every time i do an order i always get something wrong i'm built different i like to put a little pep in their step to know that they witnessed my failure. The whole city is plotting on my downfall, and it's because I used to drive the speed limit everywhere I went, no more, no less. And they hated that, now they all hate me. Now I keep with the flow of traffic in the right lane, so everybody kind of let me off the hook, but not the people in the coffee shop. They know what I did. What, what else? So I do that. I had a brief stint where I had to move in with my grandfather so they could sell the house. So I had to live with him out in the countryside. Really opened my eyes to how the countryside is, which is to say it didn't open my eyes at all. Um, He doesn't live that far from me. That's really tough. Uh, yeah, so I've watched movies too. Recently, I did watch The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou, or however you pronounce it. I was never really sure the whole time I watched it. Didn't even finish it. Left ten minutes at the end. For me to maybe come back to later, I probably won't. I just wasn't in the mood. But it was kind of funny, most of the time. Owen Wilson is in it. You know, he says things. And then they've got... Kate Blanchett, and she's, I thought she was American. It's come to my attention that Kate Blanchett is um, Australian. 
So we lost another one. Anyway, there's someone else in that. Oh, 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 how could I forget? Willem Dafoe shows up in that movie. He's got a little red hat. Okay. And he runs around. He has a German accent. Where'd that even come from, Willie? Where'd you get that? Where'd you pull that out of? He's all he's full of surprises, that man. Um and he just runs around, he has his little hat, and he's like, Bill Murray, I look up to you at a father figure, and it's me. I can't do a German accent and I'm not gonna try. I'm not gonna try. Cause I like to a lot of my friends are really into the idea of doing funny voices. They like to go on Discord call and do funny voice. And I th- I think wonderful entertainment value is what I call that. Beautiful. I love to listen to just to them talk in funny voices. I think it's hilarious and insightful. Um, but I am not, I can't do them. I can't do them. Um, I don't, I don't have the confidence for it. So I don't try. And they try to get me in in on their shenanigans. They say, Grace, come on. Step up to the plate. Why don't you want to read this Google review of the Jack in the Box on Wentzville Parkway? And I'm like, well, because I don't want to. I, I haven't got the acting chops for it. I apologize. I've never been one to do a, a silly voice. But now that I think of it, in high school when I was playing the baker's wife in Into the Woods Jr., humble flex, um, I I should have done a British accent. I should have really leaned into the Emily Blunt interpretation of that character, and just kind of see seen where it took where it taken where it t- where it t- where it took me to. One of the most fun productions of my life, Into the Woods Jr., we didn't have a wig for Rapunzel, so we just put some yarn in her hair. It didn't look like hair at all. It looked like there was some yarn in her hair, and then we pulled it out of her hair. By we, I mean me. I I had to do that. That was part of my thing, is I had to get her hair. Beautiful tale of a couple trying to have a child. Really... They had I at the end I had to be pregnant right, and I'm pretty sure. I don't remember what we did now. I just put some kind of clothing under my shirt and I was like, "Look, now I'm pregnant." Crazy, crazy. I was 16. I was selling the character though. Okay, they everyone in the audience ask anyone. My family didn't come to that performance. I want that on the record anyway. Um. I was, everyone else, everyone in that theater did think I was 32 years old. Um, And you can ask anyone. My family did come to the production the previous year, which was She Kills Monsters Young Adventurers Edition. I played Agnes. I went by Agnes for several months because I said I was method acting. Some people forgot about it very soon after and other people were completely committed to the bit and by that i mean all of the students went back to calling me grace moments after i said it but all of the staff were like they 
I don't think any of them called me Grace for months until I called off, called it off after the last performance. One of the performances that we did was not, um, it, you know, tech, technically, if you were to ask Samuel, Samuel French, of course, if you were to ask him if that performance was licensed, uh, I can't guarantee that he said yes on one of those performances. One of them definitely was licensed. Um, one of them wasn't. And for a while, I was the only one on the cast who knew that because I was the lead, but also I was the um, director of marketing for the show because I wanted to get an A-plus in the class, and the only way to do that, apparently, besides that I had to memorize all my lines and be the lead in the show, that wasn't enough. I had to also market the show to the greater Iowa City area. One of my high points of my career, to be honest. Kind of big for me. Anyway, what else, folks? Um, let's let's kind of let's think. What things exist, y'all? I put a new air freshener in my car today. It's champagne toast scented for those of you unfamiliar with bath and body works and their body of scents champagne toast is a lovely fruity just like me scent it's beautiful it really it's spicing up my car um i put it in my car and then moments later i had to go pick my sister up from church because now my sister goes to church um, so that she can come back and make fun of church to me. It's kind of a weird operation that she runs, but anyway, I had to drive her and her friend to church. And on the way there, there was no scent in the car, but I'm sure that they were surprised to find that in the cup, because I don't remember how long they were there. It, You know how in The Sims, like, when you send your Sim to work, they just disappear, and then the hours go by, like, ridiculously fast. That's how it feels when um, my sister goes to church. So I don't even know how long passed. I had to go get her from church. But I fixed up the car to be smelling fruity and delicious, and I'm sure her and her friend appreciated that. All the hard work that I put in. I also put a thing on my mirror thing you know the fold down mirror you know that thing i put a sunglass holder on there because i have very sensitive eyes very sensitive and sometimes i even have to wear my sunglasses when it's cloudy some people think i messed up for that some people think you're a freak where are you gonna go in life with that having to wear sunglasses when it's sunny out what's wrong with you to that I say, I don't know what to say anymore. I can't help you. I can't help you understand me. I'm very sensitive eyes. Okay, I'm I'm a sensitive I'm a sensitive girl. 
Okay, is that a problem? Anyway. Also relating to the car. I decided I'm going to call my car Theseus. I think for a while in my head I called it James. Because I just thought it was funny to give a car a human name. But now I'm giving it uh, the name called Theseus. Because I keep... Let me tell you about this car. 20 years old. And acts like it too. Okay? Doesn't have that many miles. It has 90,000 miles. Not bad, some will say. Um, but it, it does like to turn the check engine light on and be like, Grace, 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 you need to replace a sensor. I can't feel anything. I need one of my sensors replaced. And, I, and I'm like, man, you gotta quit. It's not even funny anymore. Do I look like I'm laughing? I'm not. Because I don't think it's funny. I, don't, I never have, never will. Anyway, so then I'm super mean to the car for turning the check engine light back on. And then I take it home and I say, Dad, 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 please fix it. Please fix it. And my dad can fix it sometimes. But most of the time he gets the code reader, jams it up in there, and turns the tur- just turns it off. Turns off the check engine light. And sometimes that does work. Just doesn't come back on. But... Sometimes also it um, doesn't work, and then the car is like, I'm still sick, take me to the doctor. And then I don't even have to tell you about what happens at the doctor. You already know how it is at the doctor. I had to schedule a doctor visit recently so I could get my birth control renewed. Because, hey y'all, I'm off the Esterilla. I don't have any of it anymore. I ran out. So now I'm I'm free. I'm free to be me. And I was kind of wondering. I was like, I wonder if when I stop taking the birth control, if I'm going to start, if I'm going to undergo a rapid personality shift. And like, maybe my life is going to change. Because maybe... You know, maybe, like, I'll start, like, seeing the vibrancy in life and, like, I'll really get, I'll be a changed woman. Um, no, that didn't happen. That really, it, that didn't happen, really. No, no, it didn't. I mean, I don't have to remember to put a little circle in my mouth anymore. And maybe that did something. But, um, besides that. Not a lot, but I need it back. I've decided I have to go consult my doctor, my gynecologist, and I have to say, give it to me. Give it, and I want it. Quite frankly, I would like you to give it to me. You know what it is. The esterilla. And I, and I say it exactly like that. She doesn't like that. Let me tell you what. She is not big on my sense of humor. But hey, I don't care. She gives it to me. Hey, y'all, let me bring up something. I just remembered something. I went to the dentist yesterday. Or not yesterday, like two days, seven days ago. I don't remember how long it is. Time, mm -mm. Anyway, I showed up to the dentist. 
eventually I got there. I feel like I was doing something right before the dentist. Oh, I went on a date right before the dentist. So I did that. That was big for me. Um, it, uh, t- uh, um, it, it, it was fine. It wasn't really big for me. I take that back. Anyway, roll up. Sit in the chair. The, um, the dental hygienist says to me, Oh, your sister was just in here. Okay. I don't know if you've ever, like, gone... I don't know if you've ever had a sister who is who is le- way less socially awkward than you are and much more of a like entertaining presence. It, I don't know if you've ever had one of those. I've had one of those for more than more than a couple years. Okay, guys. I've walked down this street um and I and I and I, and, I, and I sat down in the chair. And she was about to start putting her fingers in my mouth. And she was like, yeah, oh my god, your sister is so fun. She's such a character. And I was like, I'm about to disappoint this lady. Because she's going to think that Helen is is so much fun and a fun little character. She's going to expect me to be a character. Little does she know, I'm a character. But like in a way that you don't enjoy in the moment. When you're interacting with me, if you don't know me and you interact with me in public, it's not, you're not, I don't think you're really thriving in the moment. I don't think you are. I think maybe later on you're like, man, that was weird, but kind of funny. I I like to think. Maybe not. But like, in the moment, no one is like, man, let's keep talking to this, this person. Anyway, so then we had a really um, kind of awkward, it wasn't that bad, honestly, but a somewhat awkward conversation. Um, then she recommended I watch a show on Netflix called, like, Virgin River or something, and I was like, sounds sort of like a show that Republican women might enjoy, but I don't know, I'm, I've never watched it, so I can't really make a make a decision there and then um she said oh okay now I'm gonna, now I'm gonna do your teeth she handed me the remote because it's I'm I have one of those dentists that has the tv in the ceiling and like lets you watch tv I opened the Netflix and for a second I allowed myself to kind of pretend that I didn't know what I was gonna watch I like kind of browsed around acted like I'd never used Netflix but it was only a matter of time. Um, I did watch 25 minutes of David Fincher's hit movie, The Social Network, released in 2010, starring Jesse Eisenberg, two army hammers. Uh, who's that lady? Um, who's, the, who's the lady that helps out Daniel Craig that isn't that other one? Uh, it's got Rooney Mara in it. You know her. You know her because she's uh, in a relationship with Joaquin Phoenix. Um, You know they have a little little freak kid together. You know that kid's wild. You know that the Mara Phoenix child is one to be reckoned with. 
I don't think that that child breaks character at all. I think that child was born and is already doing a character study for a role in a in a film. Yeah, anyway. Um, has her in it. And, you know, a smattering of other people are in the movie. Uh, Andrew Garfield. Sorry, I had to say his name out loud. I like to sit in my room, stare in the mirror, and say his name over and over. Kind of like Bloody Mary to try to get him to come into my room. You know, he's he's going to be in a new movie soon, folks. With um, that lady who I always think is Ron Howard's daughter. But she isn't Ron Howard's daughter. That's the other... You know the girl from Nosedive? Yeah, there's... There's a clone. There's a woman who I always think is that same woman, but she's not. Anyway, she's in the movie with Andrew Garfield and they're, um, they're evangelist preachers. So good to see Andrew um, kind of doing interesting things. Um, he's trying to distract us from that he's British. Because um, he is. I just had to say that. Man, you know Emma Stone, like, for real, did, like, one British accent for the favorite. And now they can't get her out of it. Like, now she's in Cruella. She's still doing the accent. Someone tell her. She can stop. The Yorgos isn't here anymore, Emma. You don't have to keep doing the British accent. Olivia Coleman and that other, like, Rachel Weiss are both gone. You don't need to do the British accent anymore. Now that I've gotten myself on a roll here, let's talk about Rachel Weiss. Um, yes, she was in Black Widow. Yes, I did see Black Widow. We don't need to talk about the circumstances in which I saw Black Widow, but I saw it. And man, Rachel Weiss is in that movie. And Florence Pugh. Pugh? Yeah, that's how you say that. She was there. And even Scarlett Johansson and that guy from Stranger Things, they were also there. I cared less about them. But but Rachel Weisz and Flor- Florence Pugh, they did very good on the casting of those two specific people. Thank you for that. Um, Marvel, um, you're not a good company, but I think that part was okay. I, I thought, yeah, I thought that was fine. Anyway, I watched that whole movie, y'all. That whole... You know, they used to really get on Quentin Tarantino for making his movies so long, right? But, like, now, they made that black... They made the movie about the spider lady so long. It was two hours and 15 minutes. They made Spectre, a James Bond film, two hours and 30 minutes long. And it had... Christopher, nope, that's not his name, gosh, how did I, I slipped up, man, he listens to this too, that's awful, anyway, Christoph Waltz, um, Christoph Waltz is Inspector, I'm really movie hopping tonight, you know, they, they're about to get me banned on the movie theater, the way that I'm 
going in between these movies with Reckless Abandon. Anyway, Spectre has Daniel Craig in it, who is a weird, he's a weirdo in that movie. And it has that other girl that was in something else that I just watched. What was she in? Who is that? Who is that girl? Um, yeah, it's not going to hit me, so I'm not even going to try it. Anyway, has that lady in it, and it, and then it has, um, Christoph Waltz in it. And if you know me, then, um, nice to meet you. Um, anyway, he's in that movie. And... I would like to have a chat with um, Sam Mendes. I'd like to get him in a room and say, Hey, Sam, I don't think I've seen any of your other movies, and I don't care to. Uh, I specifically avoided seeing 1917 because um, I was given the opportunity to see it in theaters, and I said, I know that that movie is going to just be me covering my ears and in the fetal position in my seat at the independent movie theater. So, um, actually, I'm not going to participate, Sam Mendes, but thank you. Anyway, Sam, let's talk about Spectre and what you did to Christoph Waltz. You, what you did... It was, I would say it was one of the most evil things you could have done, Sam. Um, so, I want a written apology for what you did, because all that he did in that movie was he kind of sat there and he was like, It's me, Christoph Waltz. I'm, I'm, I'm very evil. I'm, a, I'm Christoph. And then, he, you know, how he does it. He plays the same character in every movie, except for Django Unchained. Okay? So he does that. Except, here's where you've wronged me, Sam. Is that you brought him in, and then you immediately made him leave. And then he showed up for, like, a little bit later. He was only there for, like, 20 minutes combined, it felt like. What is wrong with you? What? That's disrespectful. I would like to speak with you. Sam Mendes. So if if you listen to this, go ahead and hit my line. <sighs> yeah. I'm, I'm still healing. Spectre. I got Spectre and Kingsman mixed up recently. Not the same movie. Not at all. Kingsman is really a weird movie, though. I started watching it with my parents, and I was like, man, that's weird what they did there what exactly why does Samuel L. Jackson have a lisp what was even the deal and then there was the lady with the knives the knife leg and then there was the Swedish princess you know her I don't know her so I hope you know her cause I, I don't yeah, and they even had the man that played Elton John in that other movie. 
So it that that's the cast of Kingsman. See the point. I'm the the point of this podcast is I like to just talk about movies, but all I do the I find a lot of personal comedy, and that's what this show is. It's just me amusing myself. Um, I find a lot of excitement in just saying the names of the people who are in the movie. It's it, you don't understand the way that I think it's funny. Like. Burn After Reading is one of my favorite movies to just bring up who's in the movie because it, it's got, it's got Brad Pitt in it. Okay, so now you're in the room. Now you're excited. It's got George Clooney in it. Okay, so now you're hyped. You're losing your mind right now. You're so excited. Who else is in the movie? You ask me. Thanks for asking. Frances McDormand. You know her. Yeah, she's in here. We couldn't get her to leave, so now she's in the movie. Um, and and then there's that bald, angry man. And to that, you're you're like, well, which bald, angry man? Because there's two notable ones on the market right now, and I'm just trying to figure out which of the two. Both of them. John Malkovich, and even. J.K. Simmons, they're both in the movie. Yeah? Yeah? They are. And also Tilda Swinton is there. And that's cool. That, see, you say that out loud, it sends a shiver up my spine. How'd they get all those people? What did they do? Joel and Ethan, they had to do something bad to like get all those people there at once. Something is amiss. It's the same thing with Megamind. Megamind has come with me on the, the journey. Uh, it has Brad Pitt. Yeah, we've already established. We've already established. The, you know. Yeah, so it's got Brad Pitt in it. It even has Will Ferrell in it. Okay, so these are two white men that many people adore. Well, yeah, okay, so you're into those two? Let me bring in Tina Fey. She's, honestly, I hate to be like this. She's just okay, but, like, it's fine. Tina Fey, that's fine. Kind of a banger cast already, but, like, those, just those three, mm, I'm not fully sold. Okay, well, let's keep talking. Jonah Hill is in the movie as well. He plays an incel who gets superpowers, okay? You rocking with me? You should be. Um, and who else? Um, David Cross. You remember Uncle Ian, don't you? Uncle Ian, yeah, he, he came over a couple times. He had, he had his weird friend Dave and their strange, um, their strange chipmunks gifted with the, with a gift of song. You remember them? Yeah. Yeah. Uncle Ian is in the house. He is in the movie Megamind. And that okay, that's like the main cast. That's most of the main cast. Now you're think you're you're asking yourself, who's the supporting cast? Okay, well as far as I remember, there's not really a lot of 
like supporting parts i think there's the mayor and then there's like one random dude who shouts out in a crowd and says i love you metro man and then metro man says i love you too random citizen it's beautiful it brings a family together he also juggles babies in that scene anyway there's those two and then i don't think there's really any other supporting characters except except jk simmons they can't keep jk simmons out of movies he's always there when you don't think he's gonna be there he's like willem dafoe let me loop back around to willem dafoe let's get back over there for a second over in that corner um willem was in the florida project and i think that's really one of his top bang take top take most banger roles was actually the florida project willem dafoe because like where they even get him from number one and also he's just a nice guy who has a little motel a little bit of copyright infringement on the name of the hotel i won't say it i don't want to get sued because i think maybe that um i've never taken a law class so i think it's how that works anyway um um yeah, he's in that movie and he just kind of he walks he walks around. He escorts an old man off the premises. Willem Dafoe, everybody. Yeah. He was in Grand Budapest, wasn't he? He had he had brass knuckles. He beat someone up. And you know what else he's going to be in? He's going to be in the French Dispatch. French Dispatch comes out on my birthday. Let me say it again. Let me bring it up again. It it starts. It comes out on my birthday. And you know, do you know who's in that movie? I'm not going to say. There's Willem Dafoe. And I'm, I'm going to say one other person that I'm not going to tell you the rest of the cast. Even though it does. It's pretty good. Willem Dafoe and... Christoph Waltz. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Wesley made that film for me. For me specifically. So, thank you, Wesley. Also, Last Night in Soho comes out on my birthday. And I'm kind of thinking about what the deal could be with that one. Because it's an Edgar Wright film. And it has, um, I don't, I'm going to say this name wrong. Uh, Thomasin McKenzie. I know that's not how you say her first name, but I don't know how to say words. She's in it, and Anya Taylor-Joy is in it, and those are both pretty good, but my worry is that Edgar Wright, I don't know if you've seen the female characters Edgar Wright has written historically. Um, they're a little rough. Uh, <laughs> I think Edgar had a rough time in high school or something like there he, something is was wrong because he um he's got a weird deal with his female characters not really sure what's going on there let me crack my wrist real quick i'm trying to check the time it's been 51 minutes okay let me put the finishing touches on this episode um Is there something else that I can think of? Oh, guys, I watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Let's just kind of cover that really quickly. 
because I bought the book too after I watched the movie. Don't get me wrong. Brad Pitt is in the movie and Leonardo DiCaprio is in the movie and they're a little bit in love. Let's... I've said it a lot since I watched that movie, but I'd like to reiterate it. That... That... Quentin... They're... Come on. You don't play. They, They were... A little bit. A little bit. Anyway. Um... Leonardo. He was in it. And he's a weird dude. But he can act. And that's why he keeps getting jobs. Um, and also he probably holds a massive amount of power in the industry, so he just kind of gets away with, um, being a weird dude. Um, yeah. Yeah. You win some, you lose some. I guess. Um. Yeah, who else in that movie? Let me just keep naming people. Marco Robbie is in that movie. You guys. You guys. That's all I have to say on that. I don't even have to continue speaking. There's someone else that's in that movie that, like, really threw me off my rhythm. But I can't remember who. I know Dakota Fanning is there, and she's like, uh, Charles Manson. You know how it is. Um, I don't know. Yeah, no, that, it's a movie. Some people don't like that movie. They're like, it's not a normal Tarantino movie. And I'm I'm mad. No. Stop being mad. If you're going to be mad at Tarantino, there's a lot of much better reasons to be mad at him. Because he's a weird dude. And he's written weird things into his movies. So there's, there's better things to be mad about in Once Upon a Time... In Hollywood alone. Um, plot points that you could be mad about. But instead you choose to be mad because Tarantino didn't um, kill enough people in the movie. I don't agree. I think it was an okay movie anyway. And he didn't even kill people for most of it. It was kind of like a chill. It, it was just a chill time. It was just me and, just me and my boy Quenty watching the movie in the life aquatic um bill murray's character makes his son call him steve c instead of dad and i just really think that's funny i just like to like bring that back to the table that is funny wesley i'll give it to you when you got it sometimes you're funny okay i've said things for a long enough time to sustain I might publish it I might not uh, <laughs> that is all sorry I had to I'm the joker on the side and I have to laugh every once in a while so I can like keep up the joker man he really went in that woman that woman's apartment at the end of the movie didn't he the joker I think about the Joker, like, every day. So if you ever want to talk about the Joker, you can't talk to me about it, like, seriously, though, because I take the whole movie as a joke, because it's in the title. Um, But I do think about it every day. So if you think about it every day the same way I do, and 
think it's a gold mine for comedy the way I do. If you've already exhausted the joke that is referring to the movie The Joker, we need to like hang out cuz that's exactly what I that that's what I did. I love to talk about The Joker, but I think it's hilarious. He put his fingers in the kid's mouth. And the only man to stop him was Alfred. Ah, so funny. Todd Phillips? I don't remember who directs that. I think it's Tom. Todd Phillips? I don't know. I don't know. God, stop asking me. Anyway. Um, I'm done talking now. I've had enough. And I'm done. So, I hope you enjoyed not being in a closet with me, and I hope maybe you'll come back into this closet. I'll talk at you incessantly, you can turn me off at any time, and then that's how it works. So, yeah. The end.